Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. As always, and I, I don't mean to be trite or cliche, I really mean it. It is good to see you again. It's always good to see you. I love the calling of God on my life where I'm able to speak to you weekly, be part of your lives as your pastor, and uh, I speak for Pastor Jen as well. We just love you guys so much. Pastor Jen last week was ministering in Albuquerque, so God moved up there. She spoke at a, a women's event. I think there was 150 to 200 women there. It was called Soul Sisters in Albuquerque, some friends of ours who pastor church. So we just love to speak the word here, down the road, at Stripes, wherever. We like to speak the word, all right? And I know you do too, and we're so grateful that we've been called to do that. So today I want to continue, but I'm kind of taking a little bit of divergence here. I'm going to diverge from my series for November here on the last Sunday of November. We've been talking about giving, right? Why give? Well, I want to segue into something. We give because we're grateful, don't we? Now, there's two words that I don't want to say we confuse them. I feel they can be used interchangeably, but let's talk about the definitions of these two words. Um, it's gratefulness and thankfulness. You say, is it just because it was Thanksgiving? Well, I believe that's part of it, but I've been feeling led to talk about this. And even this morning, Dad confirmed it. He, he talked about there's nothing like being grateful. I said, say that again. He said, grateful. I said, that's amazing. I'm speaking on that this morning. You confirmed it again that God wants us to hear about that, talk about it. So gratefulness is you feel it, you feel gratitude in your heart, you're appreciative, you have a good attitude about it, right? Because there are those who are not grateful for anything, and I know that's not you. But when, when we're grateful, then we're thankful. That means we actually give thanks. You ever heard commercials like that? I think there's one for the hospital. That there's a hospital that takes care of cancer for kids that says, give thanks, give thanks. And I'm always wondering when folks say that on TV, I'm saying, who are you giving thanks to? Are you giving thanks to God? Are you giving thanks to the hospital? Well, the point is right now we should be grateful and we should express it in our thankfulness. Gratefulness is an attitude of the heart. You are appreciative. You are grateful. And thankfulness is you actually say thank, thank you. I received a small gift this morning, touched my heart, wasn't expecting it, and it was expressing someone's gratefulness and thankfulness and it touched my heart. And they said thank you about something. And I said, wow, praise God. So we give because we are thankful and grateful. Now today, we're going to use these words interchangeably, but many of the verses I bring up to you in the New Living Translation are going to say the word thankful. So the title of today's message is, you can al almost guess it, is simply thankful. All right? Simply thankful. Say, what is the big deal about gratefulness and thankfulness? Man, I want to just move into my first point this morning because this if this moves God, it moves me. Number one today, your gratefulness, your thankfulness, when you're simply thankful, it attracts God. Someone say it attracts God. I'm reminded of the Israelites in the desert. You can read about them in the Old Testament, you know, when they left Egypt. And it talks about this in Hebrews again, how they did not receive God's rest because the root of it, when you look at it, they were ungrateful, right? Can you imagine the God of the universe? He's doing all these wonderful miracles, and then you forget about it in weeks, in months, in days, in years. You go, yeah, but 
we want to go back to Egypt and eat onions. Some of you are like, I don't even like onions. They say that. We miss the cucumbers and the melons and the, the leeks and the gar- garlic and the onions. Some of you are like, I don't even like garlic and, and onions. But they, they were just longing for everything that was Egypt. But they forgot they were slaves while they were there. Don't you ever be that way. I've heard believers say, oh, man, when we were in the world, we had fun. It wasn't that fun, bruh. Because you don't even know how you got home. You don't know who you slept with. Say, what happened here? Where's my... I've heard sad stories of men and women saying, man, the day after, I was missing some of my clothes and I never found them. We can laugh at that, but I even hate to make light of it because you feel like, man, that's terrible. Can you imagine? And you felt guilty and shameful. No, that's how the Israelites were in Egypt and they forgot. They went out into the desert and they were ungrateful. My mom was notorious and infamous for saying, hey, babe, don't be like the children of Israel. Those of you that came up in the Christian Academy with mom, the one that she founded, she was, she was not afraid to drop some scripture on you, even if it was uncomfortable. You say, man, she's harsh. Yeah, but she, she felt like she was on a mission from God, and she would, she would tell you the truth. Mom would say, hey, don't, don't you ever be ungrateful like the children of Israel when they were out in the desert. Because at some point, God said, remember this, God said, this is the opposite of attracting God. This is repelling God. God said, you know what? Y'all aren't entering into the promised land then. You don't want it. You fought me. You want a new leader. You act like you hate me. You're ungrateful. Forget it. No promised land for you. Now this morning, as I speak the word of God to you, I'm just the messenger. I want you to start to think about all the things you are grateful for. Because it's going to help you in your walk with God, I promise. It's amazing how being grateful and thankful changes the atmosphere. You ever been around someone who's complaining about everything? Changes everything. Arguing, bitter, it changes everything. So we know that being simply thankful attracts God. Someone say it attracts God. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 5.16. 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Look at this. This is a command. You say, but I can't control it. No, you feel like you can't control your happiness. You can actually control your joy. You can will yourself to be joyful. Did you know that? You still with me out there? You can. You can say, you know what? I'm going to choose to be grateful and thankful, and I will be joyful right now. It feels like everything, excuse my language, it feels like everything has gone to hell in a handbasket, but I'm going to be joyful. It's a commandment. By the apostle here, writing to the church here at Thessaloniki, he says, always be joyful. What else? Never stop praying. That's good stuff. Some great commands there. What else? Be thankful in all circumstances. Someone say, be thankful. Uh-huh. Be thankful in all circumstances. No, pastor, I just, I, I'm going to be thankful when everything's going right. Well, man, what percentage of the time does everything go right? Really? I walked in yesterday. Dad and some folks from the Spanish service, they'd done some prayer because they weren't able to meet Friday night. I walked into the sanctuary. And look, I know this is God's place. This is all of ours here. But man, it's personal to me when something's going on here on the property. It just is. I've taken ownership over the years. It's personal to me. All right. Grew up coming to church here when mom and dad founded it. And so anything on the property is very personal, deeply, deeply tied to who I am as a man of God, this is very, very important place to me. 
I'm not in love with the building, but many great things have happened here, and I get to preach here every Sunday. So having said all that, folks were finished with prayer. They left. The music was off. I walked in here, and I heard, It was kind of a rhythm, but then it would go off, and I was like, it took me a second. I said, what is, that? I said, what is that? And the music wasn't on. And I started walking around, and I went, oh, my goodness, there's leaks. I went, oh, no. We got church tomorrow. And all I could hear was, and the first thing that I thought was, wow, praise God, we're going to get a new roof out of this in Jesus' name. And I th- it's funny because a few weeks back, maybe a month ago, Dad said, hey, you know, we need to file a claim with the insurance. We've had some issues with that other roof. He goes, file a claim on both buildings. We've had storms, wind, hailstorms we've never claimed anything on. It's amazing. Dad was prophesying, and God's going to make sure we do it. I was planning on filing a claim anyway here soon in the next week or two, but now it's sooner rather than later. And I just I thought, you know what? I am so grateful we have a place to meet, even if it's leaking right now. And this is deeply personal to me. And it was just, all I could think of was, man. And then, look at this. It starts dripping on that. It was not started. It must have been doing it all night. It was dripping on a speaker that looked just like that one. We're going to get to the rest of the story. I look at the speaker, and it's just soaking wet. And the water's coming down almost directly on the top of the speaker. You notice I have this speaker moved over a little further. I walked up to it. There was no power on it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I shorted out the speaker. I have a wedding in 45 minutes. Praise God. So I called the guy. He goes, oh, man, Matt, you called me at a great time. His name's Don from Q Systems. I highly recommend him. Such a humble, great guy. He goes, I can be over there in minutes. I'm not doing anything right now. I kid you not. In under 10 minutes, he calls me again and goes, I'm at the back door. He swaps out the speakers. Just like that. And I kept a grateful attitude through the whole thing. I thanked him. And I said, Lord, praise God, all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And I got more good news. It's not dripping right now. No, all I can think, I kid you not, look at my face and feel my heart. All I could think of, guys, was that thing, is it going to drip all during the service? You got the ADHD people in here, right? You know how it is. I'm not saying you have a condition. I'm exaggerating, but many of y'all would have, it would have been like, well, wasn't there a clock that, that the alligator sw- swallowed on Peter Pan and he would tick? It's like, what is that? Well, praise God, it's not doing that right now. I said, man, every circumstance. Some of you are going through some stuff right now. You say, man, that's not a big deal. It was a big deal to me. But I kept my heart right. I said, praise God. I talked to a guy who helped us around here. I said, oh, man, no, we're getting a claim now for sure. It's legit. Got me pictures this morning, checked it all out. I love this. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Let's break down that verse real quick, though. Not every circumstance is God's will. Are you with me? Not every circumstance is God's will. Remember John 10.10? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came that we may have life and have it in abundance. God's will, you learn that by reading God's word. James chapter 1, every good and perfect gift comes from God, the Father of lights. So not every situation is God's will exactly, but oh man, you know what his will is? Be thankful in all circumstances. That's his will. So all of a sudden, every circumstance, you turn it to God's will by simply being thankful. You ever thought of that? 
say, I don't know, this isn't God's best, but let me, let me just angle this thing and turn it with my attitude and my grateful and thankful heart. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Here's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to say this verse, and I want you to say it like this when we all say it together on the count of three here in a minute. We're going to say, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for me because I belong to Christ Jesus. All right? On the count of three, I'm going to say, we're all going to say it together. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for me because I belong to Christ Jesus. Are you ready? One, two, three. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for me, because I belong to Christ Jesus. Let's do it again. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for me, because I belong to Christ Jesus. Always be thankful. It attracts God. Go to Colossians 4.2. You want God on the scene? Have a grateful and thankful heart. Start to thank Him out loud. Start to thank Him out loud. I challenge you to do it today. You say, man, this situation, this spouse, this whatever, these kids, man, the mortgage, the neighbors, you know there's always stuff we can complain about. You can find fault if you look hard enough. But just start to thank God. Be thankful in every circumstance. Say, God, I don't understand the situation, but I thank you, and I thank you that I'm going through it, and I thank you that it's your will that I praise you. Look at this. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Huh. Having a thankful heart will actually help your prayer life. You don't go to God. And hey, look, there's situations, I know. There's situations you're desperate. You practically slid in here on your knees from outside the door going, God, why? Right? <sighs> There'll be those seasons we question stuff and say, God, I don't understand it. God has your best interest in mind. It may have been your poor decision or someone else's, or man, it's this situation going on. It's been ongoing. On. There's circumstances. Mm -mm. There's consequences. That's okay. Keep being thankful. Keep being thankful. Keep your heart grateful. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. I like that. Let's go to Psalm 22.3 now. Psalm 22.3. I love this. This translation says, speaking to God, the psalmist is speaking to God, yet you are holy. You're set apart. You're different. You're like nothing and no one we've ever seen. You are holy. You're perfect. And you are enthroned on the praises of Israel. Other translations say, you inhabit the praises of Israel. I've brought that verse up because God lives in his and inhabits wherever you're praising him. Some of you, I promise you, your situ situation will start to turn around today if you begin to get a grateful heart, begin to thank Him and praise Him. A grateful heart. A grateful heart. We enter His courts with gratefulness and thanksgiving, His courts with praise. That's what Psalm 100 says, I believe. I'm paraphrasing. So, God, He lives among, He's enthroned, He inhabits the praises of His people. Now, God is omnipresent. We know He's everywhere, right? He knows everything, but He only manifests where He's welcome. God only manifests where he is welcome. One of the greatest ways in the world to welcome God, the best way, really, is to praise him and to thank him. Let's give the Lord a clap off him real quick. That is for his glory. His glory.
you got to thank him. you got to remember that we're not safe, self-made. We're not. We're not self-made. We remember that God made us and not we ourselves. It's amazing to me that people forget that. So we know, number one, that when we're simply thankful and we give God the praise, it attracts God. Someone say it again. Say it attracts God. I really want you to get that this morning. How about number two today? I'm excited about this one. Did you know your thankfulness and your praise, it unlocks and activates your faith. There's been times where I'm going through something and my faith was struggling. And do you know what I just started to do? Or I was tempted to do something? Or I was struggling with temptation or battling with my mind? I began to praise him. It's amazing how quick God comes on the scene. I, I bet if they ran a brain scan on us while we began to praise him, I bet they would see activity in our brains that was amazing. Because it starts to just change your perspective, your disposition, your situation. But how many of you know your situation and how it looks and how it feels and all of the good and bad and the ugly, it all starts right here, doesn't it? I believe it was August we talked about renewing the mind. Change your mind. One of the greatest ways to start allowing God to work on your mind is to praise Him. It unlocks and activates your faith. Did you know it reminds me of all the things God's done before when I start to praise Him for right now? I go, God, wow, you've done all these great things. You've done all these great things for me all these years. You've never failed us, ever. I've failed, but you've never failed. You're the ever-living, everlasting, perfect, amazing, and holy God. The everlasting one. And you've always taken care of us. You've always honored your covenant. You've always kept your word. You've always blessed us as we give and tithe and offering. You've always taken care of us. Not everything works out like we think it should. Are you with me? Some of you are dealing with that right now. It ain't working out like you think it should. I'm so sorry. Kind of. That's a great lesson to learn when you say it's not going to work out how, how I planned because I brought myself into this situation. I messed up. I've made weird decisions. We can't see it all. We can't see it all. We can't see the beginning from the end like the Lord does. So you begin to praise him because he has always taken care of business. He's always taken care of you. Here you are today. Many of you are miracles. Some of you have survived substance abuse. Some of you have survived car crashes, abuse, all kinds of stuff. You're a miracle. Some of you, there were doubts about you when you were in mama's womb. And here you are. They didn't know if you were going to make it, but you made it. He's with you, isn't he? He's faithful. Man, you've got you to praise him. You've got to be thankful. Let's go to Colossians 2.6. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Yes. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will what? Overflow with thankfulness. I believe faith feeds your thankfulness. I believe thankfulness feeds your faith. They work together. They work together. Just like love and faith work together. You're showing your love for God when you are thankful. Say, God, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Did you know it lifts you when you're reminded of how big God is and what he's done for us? It lifts you. I've been in places, man, I said, man, that's a dark place. Now I begin to praise him and thank him. And it's always helped me through the best and worst times. Just the best. 
through the best and where you say, well, I, you don't need much help during the best. Let's see. Yeah, but that's a fun time to praise God, isn't it? It's less fun when you're going through it. Say, man, this isn't fun. Don't worry. It'll get fun. Just hang around. The fun will be back. Some of you, some of you need to have fun again. I've got to remind myself of that. Sometimes I take myself too seriously and life too seriously. I'm too much of an adult. I know that's hard to believe when you see the fun side of me up here. But I, I have times where I, I take myself too seriously. In praising and worshiping God together as a church family, I'm going to teach next month on live again. It's time to live again. It's time to live again. You're born, you're reborn into God's kingdom. When you accept Jesus, you are born again. It's time to live like you're a child of God. Begin to live again. Enjoy stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, it all starts with being thankful. I'm not a foodie. My wife is. She talks about layer of flavor. Did you taste that subtle hint of that? I'm like, all I taste is cinnamon. And I like cinnamon. I'll I'll taste random things. Go, baby, I taste cinnamon. I'll pretend I'm a foodie or a chef. I'm like, hmm. There's a subtle hint of cinnamon. And then I just throw in there just because they usually go together. Go Maybe some nutmeg. I don't even know what nutmeg tastes like. But Jen, Jen's like, ooh, that was good, this and that. Me, I'm just filling a hole sometimes. I just want to eat. It's ugly. I didn't put mustard on it. I just threw it down my gullet. Have you ever seen birds? They're all, just getting it down. But I'm, hey, I'm an, <laughs> I'm an easy customer for my wife. Like, here's the food bear. I'll praise God. I love you. This is so good. Just swallow. You're like, did you chew that? And some of you are like, no, it's got to taste right. Put the mustard on this side of the bread, the ketchup on this side. Some of y'all know my wife does that, and it tastes better. But I'm like, I don't have time for that. I just need calories. We worked out. We lifted. I'm tired. I, I got to move. I'll forget to eat. That's the worst thing. People look at a skinny guy, and you go, they go, oh, you forget to eat, huh? Joyce Meyer said that before. She goes, how do you forget to eat? Blowing and going. But I will tell you right now, I will tell you right now, I am so grateful. My wife manages our household, and, and man, there's food in the house. Oh, I just love it. And she cooks, and she goes, oh, it just warms your heart. I'm like, baby, this is so good. And she's all, but yeah, you always say that. And sometimes I'm like, this is your best yet. And I mean it. I'm like, wow, this is good, and I can taste layers of flavor. I don't know what the flavors are, but they're good. And I feel warmed, and I feel loved. That's one of the ways I feel loved when my wife cooks for me. She takes fabulous care of me, and I'm grateful. But I'm going to tell you right now, I can speak for her. It probably makes it easier when someone says, I'll just eat what you put out, right? Oh, great, great. Me and Eric were talking about that. It's like, oh, this is good. It's good. It's good, though. That's good, though. You know, you just eat. Eat. Be grateful for everything. I don't think anyone missed any meals this week unless you were fasting or forgot to eat. So remember, overflowing with thankfulness, it unlocks. When you're simply thankful, it unlocks and activates our faith. We say, oh, I can believe him again because he's always taking care of me. Someone say, God has always taken care of me. Let's do it again. Come on, I'm going to get up here so I'm even taller. You can see my top of my head shining. Say, God has always taken care of me. Let's do it again. Say, God has always taken care of me. Hasn't he, though? You're a miracle. Let's give the Lord another clap offering today. Lord, we thank you for everything, God. 
We thank you in the midst of everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're so grateful for you, and we thank you today. Let's go to Psalm 103.2. Not 103 as well, but 103 verse 2. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, may I never forget the good things he does for me. King James says, forget not all his benefits. You've read that verse before, huh? Let all that I am praise the Lord. Praise comes out of your mouth. Don't ever tell me I'm praising him looking like this. Or like this. That's not praising him. Praising him means it comes out of your mouth. Praise is tied to thankfulness. When you're thankful, you're, you're, you're expressing it with your words. Some of you need to be thankful with some of your family, some of your friends. I got some sweet texts for Thanksgiving, man. Folks said, I'm so grateful for you. It touched my heart. It really touched my heart. So you got to get to the place where you say, look, I'm going to praise God, and I'm, may I never forget the good things he does for me, all the benefits that are in God. Say, what, what are they? You're alive right now. All the stuff you've been through and your heart's still beating, you are a miracle. You're an absolute miracle. You got a job. Some of you are like, I don't, I don't want a job yet. You're between jobs and God's taking care of you anyway. You got a place to stay, you're taken care of. So be grateful. It unlocks and activates your faith, okay? It's cyclical. You're grateful, so man, it's activating your faith. As you're activating your faith, you're more grateful. Oh man, you start to praise Him. You can feel your, your faith getting stronger. Number three, I want to talk about this one for a minute. This will be fun. <laughs> Being simply thankful gives us favor with people. I've got people in my past that I stopped giving Christmas gifts to because they didn't even thank me. They just went, oh, yeah, yeah. Or it was just the attitude, oh, yeah, all right. Like, oh, wait, I didn't do it for that, but, man, that kind of ruined it for me. That kind of ruined it for me. I've told you the story before, and those who have come within the last six months, you haven't heard it probably. And some of you just know my stuff. You've been here a while, you just know my stuff. But I'll never forget, I must have been six or seven years of age. And... My Uncle Charles, oh, my beloved Uncle Charles, I even kind of look like him. My ears stick out. He's bald-headed. He had bluer eyes than me, about the same build. He gave me a He-Man toy. Do y'all remember those He-Man toys? Well, it was a He-Man toy that you could thump it, and it would, like, put a dent in his armor. Does anybody remember that? It had a thing that rotated. Some of y'all remember that. Some of y'all got flavor. All right. Some of you are just too young. Some of you don't care. That's okay, but I'm going somewhere. I'll never forget where I was when I, he gave that to me for Christmas. And you know what my response was? I must have said it loud. I think I have a louder voice than I think. I said, oh, I already have this one. Well, my voice was loud enough that mom and dad must have heard me. Because, not must have, they did. We left. We were in town. We were in Brownwood, Texas. And I didn't think anything of it. But they remembered we were at a gas station. I still remember where I was looking as a kid. I got out of the car to talk to him. Somebody, dad was pumping the gas. He said, hey, boy. I knew, I knew I was in trouble, but I didn't know why. I knew I had a creative ability to get in trouble at that age because I've always kind of had a mouth. Not that I was running around cussing, but I was, I was healthy and mischievous, you know. <laughs> and uh, dad said, hey, boy. 
Don't ever let me catch you not being grateful when someone gives you a gift. You say, thank you. I don't care if you, he said something like this. I don't care if you have three of them. You say, thank you. You don't bring that up. Your Uncle Charles spent money on that. And, my, and of course, Mom, I don't know where she appeared from. Mom was like, that's right. What's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, the, the classic double team of a healthy family here. Mom said, babe, you don't ever do that. And her chin was sticking out. Elaine remembers her mom would get mad. She'd stick her chin, chin out. Dad said, don't ever do that again. If you ever do it again, I'm going to whip you. And guess what? Behavior Modification 101 happened that Christmas many moons ago, going on 40 years ago, and I still remember it to this day. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Praise God. I'm so great. And I went and found Uncle Charles. I said, hey, thank you for that He-Man toy. Man, that's sweet, man. You know, and I'm thinking in my mind, now I have two of them. That's great. That's good news. You know, kids aren't taught to be grateful. Spoiled, spoiled people. Oh, man, I've been on this one lately. Spoiled people, they don't have favor with folks. They may have favor with mom and dad because they're being spoiled. Everybody needs to be spoiled a little bit and treated well. Don't get me wrong. But you don't give your kids everything all the time and, and take away work from them just because you want them to have a better life. You want them to have a better life than you? Bless them in every way possible, but let them work and let them be grateful. Let them clean up because their mom isn't going to go work with them at Walmart when they make a mess. Their mom ain't going to be working with them at wherever they go to work out in the oil fields. They, Who's going to clean this up? Your mom doesn't work here. Spoiled people lose favor with folks. They think they, they're entitled. They, they, they deserve it. Man, you know what? I thank people for everything that comes to mind. If I forget, it's just a mistake. I am grateful, and I'm genuinely grateful for help, for rides, for picking up trash, for the gift I received this morning, for the guy who replaced the, fe- the speaker. I'm grateful to God, man, that the ceiling stopped leaking. Being grateful. Being thankful is an attitude, and a good attitude will attract people. Let's go to Acts 2.46. So can, this, is, this is the birth of the early church after Jesus died and rose again, and then he went, went to heaven. It says, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple. They were meeting. Man, these folks were going to church every day. Hardcore. I believe revival is going to hit sometime, and we're going to see some of that again. But they were at church all the time just hanging out. And then Scripture says, I love this, they were breaking bread from house to house. They were eating together in people's homes. They were close. They were family, man. They were the people of God. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of what? Heart. You know what simplicity of heart is? Single-minded focus. They weren't worried about everything the world had to offer. They were focused on God and being with each other, loving God and loving people. What else does it say? Praising God. Look at this. As they praised God, look, they had favor with all the people. So they were praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. You know what? As God continues to give us favor, mark my words. One day, I've spoken it, and I believe it. It's God's word. There's been prophecies over this ministry. One day, this place will be filled to overflowing. It will. You'll see it. You'll see it. Even a couple Sundays ago, it was 110 people in here. And that starts to fill up the house. That's like half full. Because it's a big room. But you know what? When you praise God, you have favor with all the people. And when you have favor with all the people, they want to go to church where you're going to church. They say, man, what, what are they teaching over there? You're cool. 
You're free. You're doing good. You're changing. You're different. Man, you've, you stop substance abuse. They see your example, whatever it is. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the, I, I love how this is all phrased in context here. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So if, if gratefulness and thankfulness attracts people to us, being ungrateful repels people, doesn't it? Really? You get a bonus from your boss, don't even say thank you. They're like, hmm, I'll take note of that. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful, I'm thankful. And people that are kind to me, me and my brother have this thing, and we, we've always been this way, is we will never forget when someone was kind to us. I, 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 I'm like, man, they were, really, they were really good to me. I remember that. I treat people with kindness. I expect to be treated with kindness, and it just moves my heart. I will never, never, ever forget when people treat me like they're grateful for me. People tell me, we appreciate your business. I'm like, you don't get that much anymore. I'm like, really, you do? Oh, yeah, you can shop anywhere. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for being here. Do you guys remember those signs back in the day? And I'll wrap it up. Do you remember those signs that said, no shirt, no shoes, no service? I remember I went to Cloudcroft one time. They had on the door. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come on in anyway. We need the business. <laughs> I remember I looked at Dad and Mom. I was thinking, man, should I take my shirt off? See what they say. I was a kid, you know. Take my shoes off, walk in there like I live on the beach. <laughs> They're being grateful. Attitude's everything. I'm telling you, man, you got to be simply thankful. Let's go over our points, and then we'll pray together. Being simply thankful and grateful attracts God, doesn't it? Somebody say amen. Mm, it attracts God. Number two, it unlocks and activates our faith. Praise God. And number three, it gives us favor with people. I'm telling you right now, you need favor with people. God uses people to open doors in your life. A promotion, a job, the right thing at the right time, help in time of need. I'm telling you, I keep bringing that up, but we have favor with that guy because we take care of him, but he takes good care of us, old Don. He showed up, man. He was available. He brought that speaker. That's the favor of God. That is the favor of God. And he knows I'm going to thank him every time. He may not think about it, but you can ask him, say, hey, is Matt grateful? And oh, yeah, I thank him every time because it's a big deal. They're solving a problem for us. So make sure you keep your hearts thankful and grateful this season, not just Thanksgiving, not just Christmas, all the time. Let's pray together, if you would. Bow your heads. Close your eyes. Is there anyone here at the sound of my voice today that would say, Pastor Matt, I, I've never accepted Jesus and made him my Savior. I have never done it. I'm going to do this for you. I'm also doing it for the live stream. But is there anyone in this house who has never accepted Jesus before? Would you raise your hand today? Because you say, man, when I die, I don't know if I'm going to heaven or hell or nirvana or just be energy out in the soul. I don't know what's going on, but I need a relationship with God. If that's you today, raise your hand. I'm going to pray with you that you accept Jesus. All right, I think everyone here has done it. Pray with me, though, for those on the live stream, just in case there's someone hearing this message today who's never committed to their life to the Lord. Say, Heavenly Father, I love you. I believe your word, and I need you. Without your grace, without your forgiveness, I'm just a sinner. Please forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me. 
Say, I confess and believe that you're my Savior and my Lord. Say, Jesus is my Lord. Not Satan. Say, Jesus is my Lord. And say, I believe you died and rose again to save me. Thank you for saving me, forgiving me, changing me. I believe in Jesus' name. Go ahead and stand to your feet real quick if you would. If God spoke to you today, something, anything out of that message, I want you to raise a hand all over this building. If God spoke to you today, raise your hand. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your people and their humble hearts. We receive the word that has been given. Let it become part of our DNA, part of our lifestyle. We know it's in our spirit. Now, Lord, bring that word into our soul realm, our mind, our will, and our actions. We will apply it. We will work on mind renewal with your help, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the word today. It's your word. It's not mine. It's your word. But we take ownership because you gave it to us, and now we will apply it. I thank you for your people, their humble and grateful hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.